She was trying to remember what her dream was about. She then remembered. She was dreaming about Nikki. She was kissing Nikki in this dream. Then Nikki disintegrated. She was grossed out by this dream. She wasn't a lesbian, and although Nikki was beautiful, she didn't want her. She asked herself, Am I into women? She thought about it. No. She got up and went to the bathroom. She turned on the light and she saw in the mirror the man burnt by fire looking at her. She screamed and ran out, but she stopped and slowly came back in. Her reflection was back in the mirror and started smiling, although she wasn't. Her reflection started laughing, although she wasn't. What's going on? Her reflection started laughing manically. What's going on? A train suddenly ran over her reflection. She woke up frightened and realized she dreamt she woke up. She laid there for a while before getting up. At 86th Street train station, there were some people on both sides of the platform waiting for their trains. A bearded man was waiting for the Uptown 6 train, so he looked over at the electronic arrival time clock to see when it will arrive. It read 10 minutes. Ten minutes had passed, and there was no train. The bearded man looked over at the clock again. It read, Ten minutes. He was perplexed. Ten more minutes passed, and no train. He looked over at the clock again. It read, Fifty minutes. He was alarmed. He didn't know why this train was taking so long. He debated if he should just leave the station and get a taxi. He looked over at the clock again. It read 51 minutes. Then it switched to 35 minutes. All the arrival times for the 4, 5, and 6 trains read 35 minutes on the uptown and downtown clocks. All the people waiting were getting annoyed, and some started talking to each other about the arrival times. Then the arrival times read 99 minutes before it switched to never. The bearded man chuckled and felt someone at MTA was fooling around with the clocks. When Ariel woke up in her new apartment, she was so cold on the sofa in the living room. She didn't know why. The weather was nice outside. She knew she wasn't sick. She knew this cold feeling meant something. She didn't learn anything new since she arrived on Earth, too, and she didn't know how she was going to do the things Echo thinks she can do. Earlier that day, she went to the library to see what she can find on a public computer via the Internet. She saw some train news stories, but nothing substantial enough to point to the cause. Ariel figured that someone died on the train, and something supernatural happened to this person. And Ariadne was alive, so it was not she this time. Extraordinarily, there were tons of train-related deaths over the years. It was very possible the one behind it all did something to erase his or her past from public record. She still couldn't figure out how all this connected to her visions of a teenage girl being raped by her father, or maybe her vision has to do with incest. She had another vision today, but she still couldn't see the face of the teenage girl. She got up and went to the kitchen to make a cup of tea. She wondered if her Alice was okay on Earth-1. Meanwhile, Alice at work on Earth-1 wondered if Ariel was okay. 
Ariadne and Nathaniel were on the downtown platform at West 4th Street train station, talking and flirting with each other. Nathaniel suddenly choked and started chewing. What's that? Ariadne asked. What are you eating? I don't know. He was surprised. I think it's a strawberry. A strawberry? That's weird. When did you get a strawberry? I didn't. Spit it out. It tastes good. Ariadne choked and she had a strawberry in her mouth. She took it out and looked at it. What? She nervously laughed. What does this mean? She decided to eat it. Why are you eating it? I don't know. I felt compelled. People have been saying the trains are haunted. That is very unlikely. Minutes later, Ariadne and Nathaniel were dead after they collapsed on the platform.